the Let's Go Racing Family Podcast, sharing our love through NASCAR, running, and just racing through life. Hosted by Sebastian, Giovanni, Karen, Tony, and me, Johan. Each week, we'll talk about our view of the world through the lens of racing. Welcome back to the Let's Go Racing Family Podcast. Here we are at Las Vegas for the Pennzoil 400. We're coming to uh, 10 to go now. Kyle Busch is our current leader. Martin Truex Jr. in second. Ross Chastain in third. Alex Bowman in fourth. And Willie Byer in fifth. And then just for our, our listeners, uh, they're coming up on lap traffic. So Kyle Busch is kind of having to weave his way through it all. He's going with a higher line. I'm not sure how that's going to pay off. But Truex is right on him. He's so close. Come on, Kyle. Hold it off for 10 more laps, man. I just think it's crazy that he's only won here one time before. It's only one? Yeah, he has won, but only once before, which is What's wild. even crazier is that the car that he's driving yesterday was a hollow backup car with nothing in it. No engine. Oh, that's no right. Didn't even have wrapping no on it. No seat. Nothing. And now he's leading. He had to start at the back because it's clearly a backup car because he wrecked it yesterday in practice. And he started in the back and is now leading the race. He also got involved in a um, crash earlier. He like spun out. Yeah, there were a lot more wrecks uh, early in the race. And yes, he was part of one of them, right? Did get a lot of damage, obviously, if he's up there leading with eight to go. The one of Ross Chastain uh laps ago was in the lead he was like leading these cars by a lot and he was doing really really well so for the majority of the race he was um, doing well. yeah for the majority of the race he's been up there he's currently in third with almost three seconds behind which is a lot actually because he had a fast car so i don't know what's happened to him right now it's basically the two joe gibbs cars of um kyle bush and martin truix that are battling for the win seven to go Oh, Truex. Oh, that looked like he got much closer. And there. they're they're both pulling away because the seconds keep getting um further and further apart from any from them. Oh, too bad. oh no, oh, he's, I think go. he might make oh. it. Truex has a run. Is it going to be I enough though? Kyle no, Kyle's going to be able to hold the it. Preferred line. Ooh. Now, uh, for those of you that are actually watching our podcast on YouTube, I would be remiss. And even those that are listening, you haven't heard Johan. Uh, but if you're watching. Uh, I would be remiss not to address the fact that we uh, don't have our youngest member of the family. He's actually out today. He actually had a special uh, field trip with school uh, to go see a Broadway show uh, at at our local um, performing arts performing center, arts the center. Dr. Phillips Performing Arts yeah. Center. Yeah. So, so he went to go see Frozen live. Um, he's actually going to be in the Frozen production at his school. So they school. got invited. Yeah. So he's not here with us this week. Um, so we're going to try to hold things off uh, for him. But with five to go, Kyle Busch still leading his teammate, Martin Truex Jr., uh, with like three-tenths of a second separating them. You know what I'm always impressed by? The fact that like Kyle Busch and other drivers can go up to the wall and r- drive so close to it. Like whenever right? I'm like <laughs> driving on any racing game, I'm always scared. I'm going to just hit the wall. And these guys go so close to it. It's There's like been a couple times where if you've seen my face go, it's because Kyle Busch is like practically kissing the wall. Yeah, it, he gets real close to it. But he's definitely using that, I think, for a bit of um, speed advantage and airflow. 
Yeah, and Truex is definitely going low because he knows if he tries to go up high, Kyle has One the momentum. Ooh. And as the laps tick down, I mean, clearly the Joe Gibbs cars are super strong today. Uh, Danny Hamlin is nowhere to be found because a few laps before he got caught up. Uh, or actually, no, he caused he, his he own caused wreck. His, oh, he, no. Uh-oh, oh, here we go. Oh, We're gonna caution's ha- out. Oh. No, it or hasn't no, been thrown no, yet. No, it hasn't been thrown. But I wouldn't oh, be surprised uh, if he, it does. They're oh, not going to call. Oh, there so, it is. There it is. There it is. And there it he's is. around. So, oh, that's... Oh, Jones lost control. Spun out. And Bubba just wrecked into the inner wall. So, explain it. Run it back for our for our listeners. What just happened? So, the 43 of... Um, Eric Jones lost it. We just saw him spinning or actually it looked like he cut a tire or something. And then he just spun up the track. And unfortunately, Bubba Wallace was trying to pass by and Jones's car, like I think slid up or down and got uh, Bubba was just not in the right spot and ended up. Okay. So we're watching around. the replay here. Here's Eric Jones in eighth place. He oh, just yeah, lost he, just, it. he lost, he lost the it, tire, smacked into the wall. I think he, he, he cut a tire. He went into the wall, started, you know, mowing the grass and then just. Yeah. And I then, think, yeah, look at that. His tire locked up and then continued to mow the grass it. and then spun out. Yeah. And, just oh, another Bubba. tire. Bubba, another Bubba, tire was, too. Bubba wrong. You know, he was just at the. Oh, wow. He was just coming in and he couldn't stop himself. The safety car was pulling out and uh, had to stop because Bubba came flying down. You know, I didn't see that much damage on Bubba. And I think it shows these cars are a lot more reinforced because like something from last year, had they hit that safer barrier, the entire front end would have like exploded. And yeah. it did. Yeah. It's still intact. And it, what's sad is he was running top 15 there. So... Uh, we'll see if he's able to get yeah, that car that, that, going. Mm, but that, that front is not even yeah, well. There's still there's, there's like a little. Oh, there oh no. never he's mind. Tearing yeah, up he's the front up. now yeah, with his tires. tire. Oh, those. Oh, oh, oh wow. Now oh, it's getting worse. Wow. Okay, so the entire like the front side of his right front tire. Yeah. Is oh, oh and Samantha Bush is Samantha just Bush out. is showing he's the like, replay. She's like, get out, get off the track, get off the track. Get off the track. <laughs> oh, and they're uh, good. That's when they call yeah. the crash. Because she knows now what looked like game. Kyle Bush was driving away with the win. Now they're going to have to do now it's gonna be close again. overtime yeah. restart. So going back to going back to Bubba's car, the right, um, yeah, the right front tire just tore up the side that side of the car like the pieces of the car were just coming off as he they're just getting ripped up by it rolling by yeah that's really so unfortunate that's a shame yeah so yeah it's going to be a green white checkered here Kyle Bush and Truex I think the question is whether anybody's going to come in to get uh to get tires and and some fuel um it looks like the looks, looks like, like the, they're getting ready yeah, it looks like there's that Truix's um yeah. pit crew. Yeah, so yeah. Is yeah they're definitely coming. It looks in. like they're going to be coming in for tires and some gas. This is big for everyone now. Like, which is crazy. You really the think they're going to come in right before? Oh over? yeah, Kyle Busch, Martin yeah, the tires, Oh my they've word! They've been saying this throughout okay. the race that the tire wear has been so it, it, like so dramatic that when you get new fresh set of tires. It makes a huge difference. My concern was if anybody who was on the lead lap would stay out to try to get that first place. Yeah, but if if enough cars came in, like has happened, if you stay out, 
you'd be a yeah, sitting duck. Yeah, you're going to be a sitting duck. I mean, we saw earlier what happened with Michael McDowell because he didn't go in. Though, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But those sitting ducks are dangerous because yeah, they can I mean, cause we, we had that happen early. I mean, problems. Uh, yeah. What's uh, what's his name? In the okay. 34. Oh, oh, and Kyle out. Larson. Larson. How did Bowman Byron? Bush. Bush. Ooh, he looked Chastain, a little bit fast. I'm worried he's going to get a Kyle Bush, Bush, Bush lost, lost three spots. spots. And Larson got five. Unbelievable. Right. Still have the uh, choose rule coming in play, I think. Right? Wow. Yeah. This is this is this is not this is not what Kyle Bush and Samantha Bush were hoping for. I mean, and the this guy is why was she was this is why she was throwing her hands up in the air in in like disbelief because after this anything can happen. Now you've got three Hendrick cars ahead of Kyle Bush. Ross Chastain Ross is Chastain also up there. Tyler Reddick behind him, and Tyler Reddick and and, and then, then you've Chase Elliott Jr. Chase Elliott's behind Chastain, I think. Wow, this is. <laughs> This is uh, why. Wow. And the other thing that I think is amazing is that I haven't really thought that Kyle Larson's had a great day. I mean, there was at one point they thought the car was. I think I'd even hit the wall. I was going to say, there's one point where he it looked like he hit the wall, and then another one where he lost he lost the car, like he lost yeah. control of his car, and we thought he was going to smack the wall and, and be out, but he saved it. And there they made he is. A, they made a comment about you know that he's been driving on dirt tracks so much that he's able to control the car when it like you know loses um, control like that. Green but, white checker to go. Here he is leading the race. So we have Larson in first, Bowman in second, Byron in third. Oh, Three hundred cars right there. Um, Fourth, Kyle Bush. Fifth, Ross Chastain. And then Truex, yeah, yeah, who Johan was in second, would be is excited now in sixth. If he got to see uh, 300 cars all of a sudden up at the front. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if Kyle Bush has anything left. I just think three, 300 cars lined up. I mean, it's, that's going to be a tall that's order. A tough, but he's had so, so far one of the fastest cars all day. So, And again, coming from like. Basically, they had to build that whole thing up from yeah nothing, and it's impressive to see what they could do with such little time. I do have to say, with this race, this has been one that is unexpected with how like chaotic it's been yeah. because I'm pretty sure half of the field has either spun out or got involved in someone else spinning out. Yeah, I mean, let's let's just talk real quick. I was trying to say earlier. Uh, you know, you had mentioned about staying out on tires and becoming a sitting duck. I mean, that's what was going on um, earlier on the race uh, with the 34. Uh, he basically stayed out during one of the cautions and did not have the kind of car to be up front and got loose, which ended up hitting um, or. Well, he fell back several spots before he lost oh, yeah. control because clearly he didn't have tires to keep up with all these drivers who had the, the tires. So he was starting to fall back and fall back. And then he fell back into like the teens, which is where he messed it all up for. Yeah. And the 34 star we're talking about is McDowell. And basically he got, he lost a little bit of his car, ran up the lane, Briscoe in Hit the 14, Briscoe. um, got tapped and so as he tried to overcorrect he ended up briscoe ended up taking out the 99 and daniel suarez and daniel suarez you know he ended up falling back because he had a pit crew issue they jumped the wall too too early so they got penalized 
And he was working his way back up. And he was up. working his way back up. He was in the teens. He had one of the fastest cars. I mean, Chastain is in fifth right now and has been up at the front, led at one point the most laps. So you know the SWAT has had a good car under him. That'd be pretty impressive for and, a track house dub. And yeah, it would be. It would be. Uh, and honestly, I still thought Suarez uh, was going to be the first, but obviously, unfortunately, Chastain he got collected. In... Is the only one that has a chance today because Suarez got collected and he's been he's out of the race. He's going to finish last. Uh, that's why because the, of McDowell and the Hendrick drivers of, got they two all went tires. for two. While everyone else went for four. That's why. That's they why they jumped oh, okay. up. Well, then we're going to see. We're going to see how much of a difference the tires are going to make on on. Uh, on a very short run here because it's basically three laps to go. So we'll see if if that does make a big difference or not. Also, there's like a uh, tape on the front of Kyle Larson's car. Did you guys see that? Is that? I was about to ask, is that debris that's on his car or is it tape that's lifting up from his car? I'd I have think to that's see it debris. Because it, it, that doesn't look like it's supposed to be there. I mean, but did it come off? Because I was going to say, you think he'd get close to the pace car and try to make it fly off. He's not even near the pace car, though. No, it's still there. Out of the drivers up there, who do you think is going to win this? I, you can't, you can't vote against the defending champion. I mean, he, he's up there. He had no business being up there. And when it it comes down to the money money lap, here he is finding himself at the very front. So I I don't know. I I mean, I, I would have to say Larson. I don't really? know. Really? With two tires? Nah, I don't. I think the Hendrix cars might might be um, outrun. I mean, by you the still have those two have... weak tires. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, we've been seeing a lot of tires, you know, um, people cutting tires down. So we don't know what condition those two tires are, the older tires well, are. Well, here, here's the, the fact that I'll use to back up my claim. They just put a stat up on the screen. Kyle Larson's won five of the last seven Cup Series races. So that's the reason why I'm saying Kyle Larson. Has he had the strongest car today? No. Has he had, you know, the most dominant uh, Hendrick cars? Have they been the most dominant today? No. But clearly he's he knows what he needs to do when it comes down to the money lap. So we'll see if this is going to be the last lap. Kyle Bush knows what he needs to do, too, when he gets down to the money lap. All right. Choose real time. Pushing cars out of the way. This is going to be it. Larson going outside. Bowman All inside, right. Byron. All right, so Kyle's going inside, right behind Bowman. And Chastain goes behind Bush on the inside, while Truex goes behind Byron. And we have Reddick and Bell also behind Chastain. And so the lights are off on the pace car, which means they're going to take the green-white checkered flag. Are we going to go under more yellows, do you guys think? Lap around. Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, they've been very aggressive. We've got an overtime to go. I, I you know what? I'd have to say, yeah, <laughs> the way that they've been driving today, I think this is not going to be the only time we see uh, them try to do a green white checkered. But... I think one of those top three cars may go spinning with those old tires. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The entire top three are all two of their tires are old, like. I'll we tell don't know you which ones. I'll though. tell you what though, Cobblish, and he's—I think he's even done it in this race. He is not shy about pulling that car as far down as possible once he gets a little bit of a run. And uh, I mean, he's got the position to do it, being that he's on the inside lap. So here we go, coming out of I believe turn four, and that pace car is about to make that hard left, and these guys are going to try to 
Here there it is. It's off the track. The final green flag. Let's see if this is it. And they are getting up the speed right now. Here we go. Rolling up to the green. Here we go. By the way, I like Kyle Busch's minty green color scheme. Yeah, that's a nice scheme. Ooh, Kyle's All already right. pushing Bowman. Byron's pushing Larson. Here they go. There you go. Kyle, Kyle Busch already has got a little bit of a run, but he backs it off into the turn. Two Larson to go. and Bowman starting to get away. Martin Truex Jr.'s got a run on the outside. Let's see on the in. I, I, yeah, it's Hendrick's going to run. One, two. And Bowman is in the lead. And they're Larson's starting to pull away. on the outside. Dang, they got him. They have really fast cars. Ooh, Larson. Did he get into the wall? I know, you got really close. These two guys are getting really close. This is it, guys. Here comes Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch has got his run. Can do it, maybe? Did he size it up? I don't know, guys. Those Hendrick cars look tough. They're so far ahead. They are out front by themselves on the back stretch going into turns three and four. It's Bowman just ahead of Larson. Ooh, Larson edging ahead. Kyle Busch. Oh, here comes Chastain. And it's going to be Bowman to the checkered. Oh, wow. That was an Wow, and Chastain passes Kyle Busch for third oh, place. Oh, man. What? Wow. A, this, <laughs> I'm just, I mean, poor Kyle Busch. I mean, I, I know that sounds crazy to say, but the man was running away with the win. There's a late caution. You put a Hendrick car up front, and now they're going to victory lane. And then he didn't even finish uh, third. Chastain beat him at the line. So, I mean, that's a great showing. Two weeks in a row, if your team track house to have two cars in the top four, two weeks in a row, you've got to be excited about yeah, that. That's awesome. It shows consistency. It's, it's just yeah. a shame that we couldn't see what Suarez could have, yeah. you know, done Suarez definitely would have had, had something. Especially if he was up there with Chastain, I think the two could have worked together to, you know, maybe get up front. But there you go, race winner, Alex Bowman, the number 48. I don't want to be the person to have to interview Kyle Busch. Yeah, that that one's gonna ha- that one's gonna be interesting. I'm. That one's gonna hurt. It's gonna sting because again, like we said, he wrecked yesterday in practice. He was in a backup car, started last, and worked his way up to and nearly first, won the race. And had it not been for that last caution, he would have won the race. Oh, he yeah. was well ahead of his own teammate. And, so. it, and the thing, too, for, for those of you that don't know, this is his hometown track. Oh, He's that's from right. Vegas, yeah, Vegas. So the Bush brothers take a lot of pride running well and winning in Vegas. And here he is about to win in his home track and to have now Alex Bowman celebrating. Oh, oh there we see Kyle. He's They're not showing. Happy. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be happy either. And Kyle Larson's. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. Not happy either, but. Yeah, there you go. Your winner in Las Vegas. Surprise, because honestly, I don't know if Alex Bowman led any other lap Mm -mm. except for the money laps. Nope, that was it. No. That was it right near the end. Was he even was he even near the front? I actually do not remember seeing his car. I don't think so. I think he ran like average for most of the race. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't didn't see him in the front. I think he might have run top 10 
most of it, but yeah. But he was definitely far away from the leaders. He didn't. He wasn't a contender driver. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember seeing that white car. I like his paint scheme, so I I would have remembered seeing it up there again. It was one. This was another one of those races. It's been three straight races that I have thoroughly enjoyed because we've seen people up there that we don't see. Normally, people up there competing with you know the top drivers. So again, very entertaining race. It was. Um, it was good. It was a yeah. good race. I liked it. Um, other than, you know, certain drivers being taken out because of misfortunes of being caught up in accidents of other people like Suarez and um, uh, Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney got caught up in um, Brad Kozolowski spinning out because he also had bad tires uh, yeah. or old, ti- old tires. So, you know, that's a shame. Yeah, we'll have to uh, watch their interview in Cobblish. We can't uh, play it right now, but we'll oh. have to definitely uh, hear what he has to say. He's he, obviously he has his not happy, face. but I mean, again, still, I mean, he's he's been showing that he has strong, strong car and obviously and the obviously ability he has the skills. to drive uh, and to do what he did, like you said, to have a basically a backup car, you know, I think uh, to to basically be leading the race with four laps to go you know his team pretty impressive his team spent seven hours yesterday working on that car to To get get it ready to run today Mm -hmm. well he's got himself a really good team so hopefully this sets him up well for the rest of the season do you think somebody on the fox team might have um jinxed um the scenario yeah let's let's talk (laughs) about that real quick we need to listen to the audio part because there was um a guest announcer today with Clint Boyer. Who was that and, guest announcer? And um, Mike Joy. Danica Patrick, who just couldn't stop talking about other drivers. Every time and she every mentioned time, a driver. Every time she would talk about someone, they would just magically spin out. And then she eventually stopped. She even realized it herself. Towards the end of the race, she's like, oh, I better stop talking about drivers because they seem to not be doing well when they yeah. don't do well when I talk about we, them. We were joking at one point. Where some drivers like Chastain, we were just joking, thinking they were like, Danica, don't talk about me, please. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, you know, I, I liked Danica. Uh, I thought I was going to like hearing her more. I wasn't as impressed, to be honest, um, with her announcing. I know she's done other things, um, but it just, I don't know. I don't know if it was just nervousness or she was out of her element, but I didn't really feel like she added as much to it, uh, you know. That's that was just me. And except for that, you know, she kept saying every time she would mention the driver, then he'd have problems. <laughs> then they'd have problems. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, yeah, anyway. I have to agree with you, too. I miss Jeff Gordon. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I miss Jeff Gordon. You know, Jeff actually, Gordon and Clint Boyer had such great, great chemistry. They did. But apparently not a lot of people liked Gordon in the booth. Like I liked them. I thought I, I thought, thought they were they, like things they did together. I, I thought their their playful well, banter was remember, a lot of fun. He Jeff, had a lot of insight and knowledge of you know what he was talking. But about. But you got to also remember, Jeff Gordon's one of the more polarizing drivers in sport. Always has been, and I mean he's great. Still you cannot the, still to the day. He I mean I he I has, think I think he's gotten you know more respect as as like you know old school driver, but. You know, he's still a little polarizing. That's the only reason I would think people would have an issue. Because honestly, I've seen him. I thought he was excellent. Yeah. I, I mean, like anything great. else he does. I mean, he's he 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 prepared himself like that was that was I actually that was kind of my thing with Danica because I really wanted her to do well. Like I really I wanted her to do well, but I just didn't feel like she was as prepared. She kind of was just kind of winging it. Whereas Jeff Gordon, you knew like, well, one, I mean, he was Jeff Gordon. He's much more connected with the Hendrick Motorsports operation and what was going on with his that team and other teams. You just didn't feel like 
Danica was as, as, as connected. She was even asking things like, um, about the new car and oh, yeah. whether she, or she's not asking like, Oh, is this car a different setup with their seats? Or, yeah. You know. And it's like, those are the kinds of things that you would prepare and, and do a little research. But I so. don't know. To be honest, for me, Danica is like, ah, eh, when it comes to her broadcasting skills, you know, she was, she was, um, she was one of the broadcasters for the Indy 500 last year. And it's just kind of, eh. Yeah. Along with Mike Tarico. And but I, I mean, I like Danica. I, I, I wanted her to do better on the track. I was happy that she won in, in IRL. She just couldn't do it in, in, NAS, in NASCAR. Uh, and I was surprised that she retired as early as she did. But uh, anyway, but yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see NASCAR, who's going yeah, to broadcast next, next week because next, apparently uh, we keep having new ones. It was Tony Stewart. Last week was Matt Kenseth. Carl Edwards? This week. Um, that would Danica be, Patrick. That'd that, be crazy. Carl Edwards, Carl Edwards apparently disappeared off the face of this planet because he won't even probably hey, come he's back enjoying for his retirement. <laughs> he won't even come back for anything. I, I still believe there's going to be a weekend someday and it's going to be huge that he's going to come out maybe for one race or something. Maybe it's for a 500 or something. We'll, like we'll that. summon him. We'll figure out how yeah, to get him back. We'll get him back. All right. With, uh, with, with that said, I think we've covered this race. We're going to, uh, talk about where nascar is going next week and then we've got a special six degrees uh that sebastian has prepared for us sebastian where is nascar going next week next week nascar is going to the desert phoenix is the track 500 miles of racing and like any phoenix race it's definitely going to be interesting, especially with these new cars. Yeah, it'll be the first time they've been back there since the championship weekend in November of last year. It's the Let's Go Racing Family Picks of the Week. All right, as Sebastian said, NASCAR is heading to Phoenix. Sebastian, why don't you start? Who are you picking? to win next week in Phoenix. I'm going with an odd pick. He hasn't been doing good at all, especially he hasn't done good since like 2019, but he does have a track record of doing well at Phoenix. I'm going with the original champion of the new chase format, Kevin Harvick in the number four. Wow, that would be big for him to pull off that win. And he is due, definitely is due. Karen? Who do you have winning next week in Phoenix? So I think that I'm going to go with a track house driver. I'm going to go with the number one of Ross Chastain. He's been doing really well. The track house team has been doing really well. So maybe he can get the win this week. Well, if they get a third straight top five, that would be very impressive. So I actually picked Daniel Suarez last week. Did do so well. Uh, but going into next week in Phoenix... I'm going to pick the guy who I thought was going to win in Phoenix in November. I'm going with the number 11, Denny Hamlin. Well, you know what? So that actually made a good point that Kevin Harvick was the original winner of the chase format. But you know who else was in that final four? Joey Logano. Yes, sir. And he's also one of the only drivers to appear in every single but one playoff since then. And... Yeah, he's my pick, Joey Logano. <laughs> I, I would have picked Joey Logano had I not picked him for Vegas. So I think that's a really great choice. So taking the bias out of it, 
it's actually a smart pick because he's who, dominant, he's consistent, and he's fast. And he who won fast. that race last year at this time? Oh, I don't know. Joey Logano? Joey Logano. So there you go. Well, as we mentioned, Johan is in here, so he's going to have to make his race pick offline, and we'll have it updated. Uh, I have a feeling it'll probably be somebody from Team Hendrick, but we'll see. Let's just say Chase Elliott for him. Yeah, pretty sure that's who he lands with. All right, those are our race picks for Phoenix. So before we end off the episode, Sebastian actually has a special edition of Six Degrees because we were in Vegas. now. It's Six Degrees of NASCAR, where Sebastian tries to connect someone in pop culture to NASCAR in less than six degrees of separation. All right, take it away, Sebastian. So for the first six degrees of the season, I wanted to do something very big. And a big movie just came out this weekend. The Batman? Yes, The Batman. Which... We just, which me and dad went to go see before the race, and it was spectacular. Like, that is, a, it is a really good movie. It is up there, like, as one of DC's best. And for today, I'm going to try to connect the new Batman, Robert Pattinson, or Rob Bat Batten Bat, to NASCAR in less than six degrees of separation. So, you guys may be wondering how I'm going to connect Robert Pattinson. Well, is you know the man is the batman and in that film he had encountered a lot of characters from dc's dc comics you had the riddler the penguin catwoman but you also had the crime boss carmine falcone who was a big role in the early years of batman and even connects to his family's history well in the movie carmine falcone is played by john tutoro and john tutoro I know from the Transformers movies where he played Agent Seymour Simmons and featured in four out of the five movies. Well, the third film in the franchise, Transformers Dark of the Moon, featured three Transformers that based their appearances off of the race cars of Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jimmy Johnson, and Juan Pablo Montoya. And that is how you connect Robert Pattinson to NASCAR in less than six degrees of NASCAR. Of separation. All right, I'm not going to lie. That was really cool. I like the connection via Transformers. And I yeah, I forgot about that, but that's right. Those three NASCAR cars played a big role in that Transformers film. So that was actually pretty cool. And you're right. The Batman movie surprised me. Uh, you know that Batman is my favorite superhero. And I wasn't ready for another Batman because I thought that the Christopher Nolan series was the best. This is a different Batman, and I really enjoyed it. So if you're interested in Batman, it's a unique story, and you actually will catch yourself wondering what's going to happen. So great movie, and I definitely think uh, that's a pretty cool connection to NASCAR. Did you guys like the movie as much as your favorite Batman movie? With, I don't um, I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to say that. That okay. to me is yeah. the ultimate Batman. Yes. Got it. Okay. I, well, he said it was, one. he said it was really, really good. So I didn't know if it was up to that level. No, I, I don't know yet, but it would have been cool to see that Batmobile on the track because when Batman begins, if I remember correctly, 
they actually had the Batmobile or the Tumbler from the Christopher Nolan Batman as the pace car. And I think the weekend that came out was in Michigan back in 2000. When did the original Batman Begins movie come out? 2005. So 2005, they had that car as and they had Batman uh, at the Michigan race. You know what else you could have done? That's really cool. You could have used um, Batman, um, like the Batman v Superman car in the Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So this is actually, you know what? Now that you say that, it's actually a little unusual that they didn't have a NASCAR connection. Right. When did the movie come out? This weekend? It literally weekend? came out this weekend. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that would have been awesome to see that as the pace car yeah. in Vegas. So apparently Batman and NASCAR have a thing. They do. They do. They do. So. And 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 how funny that Two the Batman car. Things. I was gonna say <laughs> that Dale Jr. drove the Batman car, and he's obviously one of my all-time favorite drivers. So, so very cool connection, Sebastian. I like that. I miss doing Six Degrees. We haven't done as much, so we'll have to make sure we bring a couple of more more of those segments back this year. Yeah. So, all right. Well, this was an interesting episode. Our first one without our little guy, uh, and so I'm excited that he'll be back next week. And uh, yeah. So anything else before we wrap this, this episode? No. All right. With that, Giovanni, why don't you take us out? Well, that's going to wrap this week's episode. Thank you so much for watching and listening on in. Consider following all of our socials and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Anyway, let's get family out. <laughs>